Hey, Steve, put this on. What am I? What? Put, put this on. Sure you oh, okay. It'll show your nipples. Put it on. It's skin type. Put it on. Okay. Wait, don't put it on next because I'm going to be the president of the, of the earth. I'm going to call you, okay? All right. Oh, oh, we're doing a thing. Okay. okay. Yeah, I okay. cut the. I may. I took this cardboard box and I cut a hole in it, so it looks like I'm calling you on a video phone. So you'll okay? be calling me on a video screen. Okay. That's yeah. right. Then okay. now strip naked. Uh... No, no, no. This only works if you're completely naked while I'm calling you as the president of Earth. Okay, so I'm gonna take. You can cover your boobies up, but that's it. Okay. Not okay. No, no. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna pan down there. How do we do that? That'd be gross. Right, but... But it's not a, but you're literally you're standing here. I know. Well with this cardboard box on my head. What kind of girl are you? Have you no shame? Oh, Hi everybody, welcome to Late Seating. We did this fucking movie, so you don't have to. Hey Steve, what movie have we reviewed this time to see if it lives up to its reputation as whether or not that reputation is good or bad? I'll tell you, it was Barbarella. Watch Barbarella. We watched it twice. We watched Barbarella twice so that you guys won't have to do this. Oh, Barbarella. God. I, I never wished I was watching a movie with you more than this fucking thing. It would have been fun to watch together. It would have been far more fun to watch with a friend and laugh along and go, you know, how long is this going to take? Because Jesus fucking Christ. Holy cow. Remember when I complained about people who don't usually do sci-fi doing sci-fi? This is one of those movies. If you want to make just a fucking grimy porno, just fucking do it. <laughs> it does feel like they wish they could have just made a porno, doesn't just it? Just a Sometimes fucking like, grimy oh, fucking porno. Just make a porno. You know you want to. Using the whole, oh, no, it's sexually liberated. You know what sexual lib... Oh, I can't hear you. Your, your mic went out. That's a second. Am I back? I can hear you now. Am I sounding okay? Uh, yeah, you sound just like you said before. Great. Anyway, it's straight white men who want permission to fuck as many women as possible and want their women to be as sexually promiscuous as the woman in this movie. That's what it is. Guilt-free fucking everything that moves. That's what that's what sexual liberation was for, for a certain number of white men in their middle age. That's yes. That's what the, they wanted. Especially this fucking director. Hey, Steve. The, the swinging 60s, baby. Yeah, what was swinging was people's dicks. Anyway. <laughs> hey, Steve. Yes, sir. What the fuck? Just, if you have trivia. Trivia? Just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you have a lot of depressing facts. Hey, we should change it. Hey, Steve, what are your depressing facts of this fucking movie? Actually, my uh, the trivia is not super depressing this time. Um, okay. So, okay, so we have the famous opening credit sequence, right? Is it famous? Well, it's one of the more well-known scenes from the movie. It is? How famous it is. <laughs> but it's, it's <laughs> the scene where we, Barbarella is naked and she looks to be floating around, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. And that was... That and we was, get to see her fucking tits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also known as the reason to watch the movie. When it's done, and, you're all day. That's it. You've masturbated to completion. You don't have to watch any more of it. Congratulations, so it you fucking it. perverts. Go home. So, so it is like a porno movie. <laughs> it is exactly like a porno <laughs> like, movie. Why'd they even make the rest of this? Yep. I only needed the first few minutes. Uh -huh. um, but no, so they, they, they got that shot by having Jane Fonda lie on a sheet of plexiglass mm -hmm. and then they had a backdrop of the spaceship underneath her that they moved around to make it look like she was floating. Yeah. Um, 
which is a clever method. And uh, it's the same method that they used uh, in 2001 A Space Odyssey. Sure, with to, the pen. To have the pen float. They had the pen just attached sure. to the glass. And then they Thanks, 2001 out. A Space Odyssey. So, yeah, now you know. The, the, the plexiglass trick was used to make an ink pen float in mm -hmm. 2001 and Jane Fonda float. And to have the director's Barbarella. girlfriend roll around and be naked. Yeah, for the credits. Do you know how much I fucking hate Jane Fonda? Tell, please tell me how much you hate Jane Fonda. A full fucking lot. There's a reason why this is the first movie we've done with her in it. She exemplifies I, I, boomers. I really, really fucking hate her. I will say this. I, I have no I have no special hatred of her. I don't mm -hmm. have an axe to grind against her. Mm -hmm. But I, I have never been terribly impressed by her as an actor. Mm -hmm. I could say I've hated her since she went to Vietnam. When she was in the 90s, when I found out that she went to Vietnam and did that fucking shit, I've hated her. Mm -hmm. But then I was always afraid, oh, no, that'll make me too conservative. No, I just fucking hate her because, boy, what a fucking boomer thing to fucking do. You you tone-deaf, always-rich son of Oh, anyway. Any more so, trivia, yeah. Steve? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, shockingly, the European cut of the film had more nudity than the American release. I know that's hard to believe. But, um, what, wait, what had more nudity in there? The, the European cut. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they're not hung up about nudity over there. They're like, give us all the tits and pussies you want. We don't care. And here in yeah, America, well, we're like, no, no. No, we just want to we stare at women who are almost naked. We don't like that. <laughs> so we um, can continue to fetishize women. Yeah. The movie was actually re-released in 1977 to capitalize yeah, no. on the success of Star Wars, which just shows you how desperate movie studios were to capitalize on How much they fucking panicked. They went, what do we have? They're like, they're they're Barbarella. Like, that jerk-off well, movie? Yeah, we have the jerk-off well, right, movie. You I, wanna... think, I, I think yeah. what happened was Paramount said, what else do we have? And someone said Star Trek. And then someone else said, yeah, but that's going to take a few years. So they said, what do we have <laughs> right now? What do we have right now? I need and something on this. Barbarella. But they re-released it in a PG version. Yeah, they, so, they edited it. Yeah. They so edited kids it. could go see it. So kids could go see Barbarella. You know, this smutty, dirty, just feel dirty <laughs> watching it. Because what kid doesn't want to go see um, a, a, a smutty pulp sci-fi movie mm -hmm. based on a French comic book? They sat down, they watched it, and all of a sudden the opening credits were over. And they're like, what happened? They didn't even show anything. What's that? Um, but yeah, but here's what happened. So they released a PG version in 77. But then from that point on, whenever they would re-release it on home video, they would release the original cut. But they still labeled the original cut as the PG version when they should have called that the unrated version. And I'm not sure, sure. how I guess I guess the MPAA just didn't care. Mm. <laughs> They're just off oh, do whatever you want. Um and finally, actually, no, not finally. There's one more bit after this, but Okay. Um, but this will be this is you know for people who hate the movie this is this is good news okay okay um there there have been numerous attempts to produce a sequel or a remake since or a remake of this fucking because there are always going to be in hollywood 50 60 70 year old men with fucking boners who want to go let's remake that movie let's exploit someone else maybe that maybe we can fuck her too why don't we fuck everything why, what's this it's come dribbling down my leg as i walk to the hallway i'm not even thinking about anything and i'm fucking coming in my shorts there's no little child or, or... your mic went out again 
<laughs> so, I I think my equipment has finally decided. Fuck you and your tirades, Jason. Your your anger is 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 frying your mind. My anger your right rage. out my microphone. So here here's a couple of examples. Here here are all okay. of the times I could find of specific examples of attempts to remake or make a sequel to this movie. Okay. Um, in 1968, the year it came out, Robert Evans wanted to produce a sequel. Sure. Uh, that was to have been titled Barbarella Goes Down. I know, Jesus in 19- Christ. In 1990, the original producer, uh, Dino De Laurentiis, approached the original screenwriter about writing a sequel. Uh, you mean screenwriters? Well, this movie had eight screenwriters. screenwriters. One, of, one of the original screenwriters. Eight um, the, for this movie. The original director in the 90s also wanted to make a sequel that would have starred Drew Barrymore. Um, oh, my God. In the year 2000, Robert I missed Rodriguez, her when she was four. I may as well get her now when she's in her 20s. The chick for, the chick for me, T. I want her. I'm sorry? <laughs> she's like 20 now. She's like 20 now. Well, good enough. Um, Robert Rodriguez was briefly attached to a Barbarella project in the year 2000 that would have starred Rose McGowan. Uh-huh. And, and most recently in 2021, uh, Sydney Sweeney signed with Sony Pictures to executive produce and star in a remake. And and here's the good news part that I mentioned. None of these films have ever been made. Nope. So, Nor will they so ever be it, made now, hopefully. Yeah, so multiple attempts to get a new Barbarella movie off the ground. It has never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, the villain of the film, Durand Durand. Oh, we all know uh, this. It's Durand Durand, not Durand. No, it's Durant. It's the in the movie he has a D at the end. Durant. Does he? I don't think he yes. does. Um, no, he doesn't. He inspired, but he inspired the name of the band Durand. Durand, yeah, no. Uh, and and also the character of Durand does not appear in the comics from which the film is adapted. Now I've never read those comics, but what I what what my sources that is the trivia page on IMDb tell me is that despite. The, the addition of the Duran character as the villain, for the most part, the film is mostly faithful to the comics. Um, there are a few scenes in the original comic that are left out of the film, however, including a scene where Barbarella has sex with a robot. Mm-hmm. So that's all. The Does that surprise you at all? <laughs> no, it doesn't surprise me. Oh, oh sure. a robot's <laughs> going too far. <laughs> you know, can, oh, not a robot. No, we can't do a can, robot. She an can or, short out a short out an orgasm machine, but God forbid she has sex with a robot. She can fuck an angel and short out an orgasm machine, but she can't fuck mm. a robot. You done? I'm done. Great. Here's a minute. You ready? Yeah. Mm. Roger Vadim, who's mostly known for marrying a bunch of actresses. Just like Jane, Jane Fonda and Bridget Bardot, he just married it, kept marrying him. He kept he got older and the women stayed the same age. He's like married 15 times. Has he made anything else? Nope. <laughs> he hasn't. <laughs> Screenplay by Terry Southern, and you know him. He co-wrote Doctor Strange Love. And then he drank himself into oblivion. He wrote this, and that's about it, really. I mean, he's his 
his career is is marred by alcoholism, I guess. Isn't that great? Also, wait, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to imply that Terry Southern is the only writer on this. Ooh. Also, Roger Vadim, Claude Brule, Vittorio Bonicelli, Clement Wood, Brian Degas, Tudor Gates, who also wrote Danger Dia- uh, Diabolic, Diabolique? Diabolic. Di- whatever, fuck it. That's a shitty movie, too. That movie, and then Jean-Claude Forrest. How many people is that? Way too many for this fucking movie. It's way too many, Steve. Considering how closely it's adapted from the from the source material, what were they adding in that was so important that they got a writing credit? I don't know. Based on Barbarella by Jean Claude Forrest, he's one of supposedly one of the. Thank God they give him a writing credit, right? <laughs> Which was a sci-fi boner magazine, and people knew it because it was a sci-fi boner magazine because it had nudity and tits and fucking in it. And that's why everyone knew about Barbara. And then someone said, let's make a movie about it. And that person should have been shot in the face and pushed into a goddamn estuary before this movie progressed further. And more people said, yes, I enjoy my boners and I want to watch Barbarella. <laughs> I want to watch a movie version of Barbarella, please. Produced by Dino De Laurentiis. Has he made anything good? I don't know. He's, He's made, made a lot, lot of, of movies. He's made a lot of movies. So there's got to be a couple of hits in there somewhere, right? Right, King Kong? I mean, he should. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look him up. You'll understand why I, I said right King Kong in there. It was starring Jane Fonda, who I'm upset with, not just because she looks like my mom, <laughs> but because, but because she kind of exemplifies everything that I hate about her generation. Okay. You know, 1960s, she was, you know, her cause was Vietnam. She went to visit the Viet Cong, took pictures with the very things that were killing our own soldiers in Vietnam. Then 1970s, me generation. Then she became a workout diva in the 1980s. And now she's old. People should respect her. Fuck her. I know. No. I'm sure she's made some other good movies, but the reason she did Barbarella was because she was married at the time to Roger Vadim. Roger Vadim said, I'll put you in the movie and you can be naked and stuff. Oh boy, feminism. <laughs> so, Jane Fonda, John Philip Law is Pygar, and you'll know him from Danger Diabolic. <laughs> I'm going to say it wrong on purpose from here on out. <laughs> you know that movie? Well, you would if you ever watch MST3K. It was the subject of one of the many final episodes. Yes, it was. They produced over the years. Anita Pollenberg as the Black Queen, just the body, because they replaced her voice with Joanne Greenwood. And uh, I guess because maybe we couldn't understand her because this was technically made in Europe. And so a lot of people in it were English or European, and they had to dub over the lines and a lot of Shitty ADR and uh. Marcel Marceau. Steve, I just can't. <laughs> Marcel Marceau. He's a mime. The mime. He's a mime. Mm-hmm. As Professor Ping. Blink and you'll miss him. Oh, and he gets destroyed at the end. That's great. Uh, Milo O'Shea as Duran Duran. I'm not writing down anything that these people have been in. Nothing. How about that? How about that for your fucking careers? Nothing. Milo O'Shea. <laughs> David Hemmings as Dildano. Nothing. Get it? Dildano. Get it, Steve? It sounds like I Dildo if you look it sounds at it like too dildo. fast. 
Uh-huh. Ugo Togan Ugo Tognazi as Mark Hand, Claude Dolphin as the President of Earth, Veronica Vendel as Captain Moon, Sergey Marquand as Captain Sun, and Giancarlo Cabelli as the Revolutionary. Let me just take a nap. Can I just go to sleep? Do I have to keep on a cinematographer by, by Claude Renoir, who also did The Spy Who Loved Me and Jack Fuck All Anything Else? That's it. Edited by Victoria Marketone? Market, Marketone. Whatever, whatever, Victoria. I don't care. Music by Bob Crew, who also wrote songs for the Four Seasons. <clears throat> I hate the music in this movie. I hate the music, I hate the soundtrack, I hate the songs, I hate everything. Everything about the I duh. Also by Charles Fox, who wrote the theme show for The Love Boat. Steve, this is the lowest point of this show. This is literally I can't I thought <laughs> yeah, I thought made this. <laughs> I thought that, you know, Heaven's Gate, something we got done, we got rid of in the second season of this show. It's going to be the lowest point of this show, but no, I found I found worse. Why is this still something that people recognize? I don't uh. production companies, Marianne Productions, Dino De Laurentiis, Cinema, Cine, Cinematographica. Fuck you, Dino. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dino. Distributed by Paramount Pictures. Release date. October 11th, 1968, New York. Running time, 98 minutes. Jesus, this is another one of those movies, guys, where we test. We test. How long is long? How long is long, Steve? <laughs> Box time office. Time is relative. <laughs> Sorry, budget. Four to nine million dollars. No one knows. Who cares? Because there's no time you can throw many, any amount of money at this woman's pussy. It would just be up there, right? <laughs> I'm in a bad mood. Forty nine yeah. million dollars for this ooh. adjusted for inflation, thirty-five to seventy-nine million dollars. Box office. I hope it cost them nine million dollars to make because then they didn't make their money back. Box office point five point five million or adjusted for inflation, forty-eight point six million dollars. Hooray. So a lot of people said, hey, did you watch that fucking slut movie about in, in space? Nope, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I didn't see it. I watched I watched 2001 instead. So this garbage. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Hey, Steve, let's quit. Let's stop doing the show now. Can we stop? Can we <laughs> just stop doing the show with... altogether? You don't want to never run return? into the world of Barbarella? Let's just, let's just cut our friendship off and just never speak to each other again because we had to watch Barbarella. <laughs> Can we do that? We watched, we watched Barbarella. Now we can't look each other in the <laughs> we eye. Can't, we can't. No. I can't do anything sexual without thinking about how this movie made me feel. <laughs> Sex is bad. <laughs> it's bad as gross. I've thought that before, but it's wrong. It's wrong and bad. The way people use sex is bad. I don't like it. All right, Steve. We can just jump right because our Christmas show is the next one. Why don't we just do that? That'll make us happy. Just, just pole vault over this one. Just and... pole vault right over. Yeah, go. It's gross it. and ugh. everything <laughs> about it makes me feel gross. My first question about the opening scene was: Does she just 
<laughs> she just drag her, her her genitals across the fucking rug. That's her she's entire just, interior of the ship. She's just hanging out. <laughs> she's just I have nothing to do but float around. Uh, float around. Hey, let's you know what? Let's stick this painting of something of the what is it? Uh, the uh the the, the oh god forget it i just don't uh, yeah i, don't I can't give remember a title, shit. But yeah, she has a famous painting in her, she has a uh, famous painting up yeah. that she changes behind and it's like why is that there why is that there why is her, the interior of her ship nothing but fur why classes the classes the place up wake up dead people and tell me why you did this that's what i want <laughs> i know why because of <laughs> because of money and titties that's why all right steve Yes, I'm about to joke to death. One second, let me take a sip of this calm down juice. Take, <laughs> take your elixir. Let's hope I crushed enough lithium into it. And it's me and you. Hey, speaking of Jane Fonda, she was married to Ted Turner. <laughs> Good old boomer values, right there on display. Good old Ted. Wanted to colorize all the black and white movies. <laughs> Is she still married to him? No, they're divorced. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's a surprise. Anyway, if Steve. Those, if those two kids couldn't make it work. What hope is there for the rest of us? It's me and you. Jump in the sticky spaceship. Ooh. Let's peel the used condoms off each other yeah, and let's run spray, into spray the some Febreze on this shag carpet. Fucking <laughs> filthy twat mist filled goddamn <laughs> universe known oh. as Barbarella. Steve, please. Yeah. Please. Yes. Please just please. <laughs> so, hey. Yeah. Barbarella, Barbarella lives on a spaceship. Does she? Apparently. And okay. It's, and it's and she's floating around naked, and then she's not floating around naked. She's floating around in a spacesuit, and we spend three and a half fucking minutes waiting for her to just take the goddamn oh, thing that's off. Right. She, yeah, she gets naked first, and then she floats around. If you guys want to know how long something can take. Jesus Christ, the opening credits for this movie, because this is nothing but filler, because they didn't have anything for the plot. Is yeah. Jane Fonda on a <laughs> on a piece of plexiglass rolling around naked for most of it. Right? And I'm not joking, it's it's almost five minutes long. It takes a while, yeah. We don't it see directed by her her husband at the time um until like f almost five minutes in. Mm-hmm. And she takes off her spacesuit. We get to see her boobies, and then she falls down. The interior shit ship um, is just—it's not—it's shag carpeting. It's brown. It's not wall. shag carpeting. It's brown fake fur. Yeah, it's brown fake fur. She's got a painting that she dresses. I mean, <laughs> anyway, she's got a statue, and the statue goes. By the way, you got a phone call from the president of the United States or the president of the earth president of earth president of and earth. they greet each other how Steve how do they greet each other what do they say I forget what they say love oh that's right they say love yeah they hold up because a hand they is, go they go love because this is the future and there, there's no longer any war on earth everything is peaceful and has been that's for right. as long as anybody and apparently remember. no one has sex anymore 
No one has sex. No one has weapons. They take a pill and they hold hands. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's just chill on Earth now, man. And he's like, hey, look, you got to go after this guy. His name's Duran Duran. And he went to this planet with a whole bunch of other people. And he's created a weapon. And you need to go find him. Oh, by the way, in this country, I mean, Jesus, is anyone paying attention to the writing on this? Earth no longer has weapons, but here's weapons. That's literally what he does. From the museum. He says they're from a museum. Oh, is that what he says? They're from a museum. I'm sending you some weapons from a museum. Mm -hmm. The weapon that the Duran Duran is making is the positronic ray. Mm It's bad. And it's It's a bad bad thing. It's a bad thing. You don't want it. So he's beaming this shit over to her, right? Yes. Yes. And you're kind of like, oh, so you can beam all the way across the universe and sure. you'll you'll get this stuff, right? So why don't you just beam people across the universe? Maybe they can yeah, listen. Why, why do you need spaceships? So he gives her armload of stuff. She's naked this entire time. She said, maybe I should put some clothes on. He's like, why? Why do that? Just stand there naked, completely. Let me look at you all the time, naked. Hey, Barbarella, sometime come back to Earth so we can fuck or something. I don't know. Or I don't know, whatever. Or take and pills hold <laughs> and hold hands and have an orgasm. So she goes, okay, I'm going to, I'll go. And then she commands her gay, her gay computer that runs the ship. Mm-hmm. And I'm only saying gay because they coded the, the, the computer as gay for her to go. And she has her first costume change. And then she, she she's going to go to sleep. And she goes to sleep because right. she, they're traveling and then there's music and it's just more bullshit and then she wakes up she drinks some purple liquid that's supposed to be nutrients or something right and then and then and then and then <laughs> the ship crashes onto the planet that she's going to right yep and get used to that because it happens a few times what happens okay here's here i wrote it down a second number of times that she is saved by someone else five Number of times she saves herself, zero. Oh, interesting. <laughs> number of times she's had sex with somebody, four. The number of times she's knocked unconscious, twice. Yep. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, she crash lands on a planet, but it's, it's cold outside, I think. Or maybe not. It There's just ice. Like it, it seems like it would be cold. Mm-hmm. And then the Bobsy twins show up. They talk in yeah. a foreign language, and then someone throws a ice, a snowball at her head and knocks her out. Snowball fight. Uh huh. Then yeah. she wakes up in time for her to be dragged onto a sled that's being pulled by, I don't know, a manta ray, something like yeah. that, something like they, a manta ray. Yeah. They take her to a cave and they tie her to a thing. Mm hmm. And then what happens? And then uh, they say, hey, you want to see some nightmare fuel? <laughs> Here's some fucking heavy duty grade A nightmare fuel. And mm. a bunch of dolls With, start yeah. walking toward her. And the dolls have mouths that open. And inside the dolls' mouths are razor sharp teeth. Razor so, sharp metal teeth. Yeah, metal teeth. Uh, so enjoy the nightmares for the rest of your life. Everybody. And she's you roped up movie. and they attack her until she's about to faint. And then a dude shows up. A, a manly uh, man. A manly man. Uh, in other words, a middle-aged Italian guy. <laughs> yes. A manly man of the forest arrives to save who's the wearing, day. Who skinned a Chewbacca and is now wearing this <laughs> hair suit. He's, he's wearing a Chewbacca <laughs> costume without the headpiece. Without the headpiece. He walking in. 
He captures the kids. And he says, that's my job. I, that's what I do. I'll take you back to your ship. And he's and she's like, okay. And they get back into the ship and she fucks him. Right? Yes. Well, because she says, uh, well, what can I do to repay you for helping me out? And he says, I would like to make love to you, Barbarella. And she's like, oh, you want to take, you mean take pills and hold hands? And he says, no, 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 no. You know no, I want to actually fuck her. I want to put my penis in you. I, I want to put my penis in you. And she says, well, that's kind of gross, but okay. I know what she literally says is only poor people do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Really? Anyway, he's got this stupid sled and then it rides around while they fuck. We don't get to actually see them yeah. fuck. Rides and of course, like circle while they're it's the greatest thing that she's ever experienced because in this movie, he fucked her and she goes into a state of bliss delirium in which she's humming and doing whatever yeah. because this is, again, made by men. It has nothing to do with women. And of course, <laughs> the dicking that she got from this dude was enough that yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, she's like, she oh, she's that, so into it. Yeah, that dude Dicked her down. Mm-hmm. Changed her life. Mm-hmm. But she gets up yeah. because he's fixed her ship. And she's like, thanks. And then she takes up on her ship. It goes up in the air and then it crashes immediately. Yeah, because apparently the guy who fixed it hooked it up backwards, I think, is one of the or lines of dialogue. Gives a shit. But fortunately, she's prepared because her ship apparently has a subterranean function. So all she mm-hmm. has to do is flip a switch and it just crashes into the planet and just keeps mm-hmm. going and everything. I cool. know it just drives straight through yeah. the planet. She has another costume change. Oh, this is their third, by the way. She had another costume yeah. change. She stumbles outside, and then what happens? She gets she just falls over, doesn't she? She just she gets yeah, yeah, because now she's she's in the labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And now, she no, not gone. yeah. She's in the labyrinth, and then an angel comes, an angel named, named Pygar, yes. and he's blind. Yeah, and he's like, "Don't anymore. worry, I I don't fly anymore because I'm not inspired to fly or something. I've I lost just the will to fly. I've lost oh, the will. Of, oh, I've lost the will to fly." And she goes into the labyrinth, which basically basically has nothing but naked people trapped in rock. Yep, wandering around. And that's when she runs into Professor, whatever his name is, Professor Pygarb. No, it's Professor. Professor Ping. Professor mm-hmm. Ping. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells her what? What does he tell her? What's what's so great? Oh, and she gets attacked by a guy. She gets attacked by a guy made out of leather. It's one yeah. of the leather men. <laughs> he's one of the. He's one of the who is who is a guard for, um, the 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 great tyrant who controls yeah. the the city that mm-hmm. the labyrinth is is situated beneath there's a big right. city at mm-hmm. the, you know beyond the labyrinth um and that's where barbarella wants to go because that's where she thinks she'll find duran duran the guy she's looking for yeah she's looking for duran duran and she convinces oh wait then she fucks pygar well yeah she fucks pygar she fucks she, yeah, pygar cause, cause, well, and she, she says, she's hey, like where's pygar and he's like he's flying around now because you you fucked him so good yeah. that now he wants to fly around yeah you, you fuck the will to fly back into him unfortunately you didn't fuck his eyes back into his head because he's still blind <laughs> he's still blind he's flying him he's just flying around aimlessly with no one to tell him where to go but but you can have another um, costume change and then you can get up and then we'll fly you to whatever the name the name of the city or whatever so go so so go and while they're flying there, she's got a gun. Where'd she get the gun? I don't know. Why is she carrying the gun? I don't know. That she brought with her that the guy that the president gave her, I think. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, she, her, her ship yeah. is broken again. And she's like, can you fix my ship? 
professor what's your name and he's like sure in the sure, meantime while they're flying around <laughs> she takes one of his one of her smaller weapons and she tucks it into his jocks into into pygar's jock strap yeah no reason for it she just does it here you go big fella <laughs> there you go she gets attacked by a whole bunch of flying ships that she shoots down over and over and over again this this scene doesn't go on for fucking ever nor does the scene of her and pygar flying go on for fucking ever she shoots the ships and then she lands in in the city and she runs afoul of some woman right yeah what's her name the one-eyed lady and she keeps calling her pretty pretty and it's very obvious that her voice is is being dubbed <laughs> over yeah meanwhile a whole bunch of reprobates have found the the found pygar and they're going to do something I don't know what they're going to do to him. Yeah, they, they, Cut they him, stab whatever. him. <laughs> they're going to do something bad to him. I'm not sure what they have in mind specifically. She's, oh, no. And she runs. Yeah. Barbara, yeah. Barbarella finds him and she says, quick, let's back into this room. And so they back into a room and, oh, wouldn't you know they're rotten luck? It's a death room, which is no, a thing no. You have to have yeah, their doors and you have to choose a door and then you die. That's what the room is for. And she's going to go, let's go through this door. Then there's a woman in there already. And she goes, she goes running in and she yeah. dies. And we're well, like, oh, no, let's go through one of these doors. It turns out the city is sitting on top of a, a lake that's alive. Yeah. And I can't remember what the lake is called because I don't give a shit. Matt Mothmus or Mathmus? Ma- Mathmus. The Mathmus. Mathmus, yeah. And the math must educates them, but it's also bad. So don't just don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> but she's about to go through one of these death doors, and then this dude shows up and he called says, Duran. I'm Duran. The, I'm the I'm yeah. the concierge. Oh yeah, we don't know his name yet. He just yeah, says hi. Yeah, you all oh, you spoiled the big reveal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, "I'm the concierge, and you don't have to walk through one of those death doors. You come with me because mm-hmm. I'm I work for." the great tyrant and she's mm-hmm. the head motherfucker in charge around here. And she sent me to come get you. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah. And she meets him and oh, it's the lady that she met before, except she now has both eyes and she's got a clear rhino hair horn on her head. And <laughs> yep. she's like, I am the great tyrant. And uh, we're going to imply lesbian stuff, but not actually do any of it because it's 1960s and women having sex with other women is titillating, but we don't want to actually see it. Right. Exactly. Yep. And she's like, oh, I have your angel man, and he's crucified. And she's like, let him down. And then she reaches into his jock and grabs his junk and jerks him off to climax. I don't fucking grabs the gun that you put in there earlier. Who is that great that she did that? I don't want to. I know we're only halfway through this movie. But anyway, she takes out the gun and she holds it up to the tyrant's head and says, we're leaving. Back off, and Duran Duran comes up and says, "No, you're not. That's stupid. Your your gun doesn't have any energy." Yeah, you're bluffing. You're bluffing, ah. And the queen is like, "Okay, well, fuck you." And Duran Duran takes him away and puts puts Barbarella. <laughs> he, he he puts, puts Barbarella in a, into a giant birdcage. Yeah, and he's basically like, the birds the birds are going to kill you now. That's right. So, haha, and all these parakeets come out. They're parakeets. A bunch of a bunch of vicious parakeets. And they start they start attacking me. her. And so, uh, while we're going, oh no, is this the end of Barbarella? Uh, a convenient hole in a tube opens up, and she slides through it. And that's where we meet. What's his name? 
she signed to it to Dildano, and Dildano's like, I'm I'm here, I'm starting a revolution here, and it's gonna be it'll be great. And um I know everything, and it's supposed to be comic comedy, but it's not funny. It's not funny. Anything he does isn't funny. And then he says, I wanna yeah, I wanna have sex like you do on Earth. So they take the pill and they hold hands and some guy comes in while they're doing it and he's embarrassed or whatever. I don't I don't care. And Barbarella's done way long before he's done. And then their hair gets all curly. I guess that means that they had an orgasm or something. I, guess, I yeah. I don't know. And he's like, Will you here's the thing. Okay. And then there's a whole bunch of stuff about invisible keys. Because yeah. the the tyrant so queen the talks to Mathmos in the special chamber, and yeah. she's the only one allowed an in there. Key to get in, and mm-hmm. I have an invisible key, and now you so, can have it. So you should get sucked up by this tube, and then you'll go, and you'll you'll be there, and then you'll let me in, right? Because that's what I want. And she goes, okay, and she gets sucked up, and she's immediately captured by Duran Duran again. Yep. He's like, hey, you, you got away before. Get back uh-huh. here. Okay, let me put you in my orgasm machine. My orgasm machine will will make you come so hard you'll die. That's what <laughs> this is. It'll come you to death. You'll get you'll be boy oh boy. I can't wait to see you die from cum. How about that? I'm I'm evil. <laughs> but in the meantime, what happens is okay, so she gets a piece of equipment that helps her translate, which is called her what? Her tongue box is that her what it's called? tongue box yeah yeah and it goes off and oh it turns out that the, the concierge is duran duran oh, oh no and he's he's gone crazy because he's been talking to mathmos and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna oh boy you just wait but then her vagina breaks the orgasm machine yeah, and he's like, "How did you do that?" And she's like, "Well," and she's like, "Okay, though, here's what you can." And then so now he says, "What you're gonna do is you're gonna go into the queen's thing with your invisible key and do what? What is she supposed to do? Um, I can't remember." Oh, I think the the well, his plan. He, I don't know if they say specifically they're gonna kill the queen, but they're gonna overthrow the queen because yeah. that's the only that's the only time when she's vulnerable is when she's asleep. Um, mm-hmm. and they they get to the chamber and Barbarella pulls off the invisible key and she's like, I can't find the invisible keyhole. And apparently so, all you had to do is drop it on the gar- on the ground. Right. So you just you drop the key on the ground and it opens the invisible door and he shoves Barbarella in and he steals the other invisible key from the inside and he takes drops that out of the ground. He, yeah. And he locks Barbarella in and he's like, ha ha. Now you and the great tyrant are both locked inside and there's no key. So you'll never get out. And now I can take over the whole planet. Mm-hmm. And the queen's there and the queen's like, you should be here. And Barbarella's is like, I know. Right. Anyway. So now Duran Duran has a costume change in which he's the king of everything. Right. Right. But oh no, and oh yeah, the guys, you know, Dildo and Dildo and Professor Dinkleberry or whatever his name is, they're now attacking. <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah, well, I'll start my alpha I, what's the name of the the beta ray, the what is it? The, the oh the um the the, the positronic ray. The positronic <laughs> ray. Yeah. So he sits down in this thing and he starts shooting them and they're dead. And then all of a sudden Mathmos decides I'm gonna erupt. Right? Yeah, I guess 
And it protects Barbarella and the Queen. Why reasons? We don't know. Because Barbarella's purity. Oh, that's right. Is disgusting to the Mathmos. And so yeah. it wants to get rid of good. it. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, it then, I guess, destroys the city. I, I, and kills, kills Duran yeah. Duran. Right? Yep. And uh, she finds um, Pygar. And then Pygar and her and the queen fly away. And she's like, wait, why are you saving her? And he's like, because he, I think he said this earlier. He says, because I'm an angel. An angel is love or something. I can't remember. Yeah, He says an angel has no memory. Oh, that's right. An angel has no memory. Who are you again? Okay. He should have said that. <laughs> exactly. Who are you? Why am I saving you? <laughs> What's going on? But then... Oh, yeah, and also Professor Pym fixed her ship, I guess. So they're going to fly uh, off yeah. to her ship, I guess. I don't know. So now she can Because go home, at I this guess. point, yeah. the movie's over. The movie's over That's because the... he's flying these two women away. The movie is fucking over. The movie's done. I hope, you like, I hope you're just sitting in your own sauce at this point because that's all you're getting. Steve, tell me how much you fucking hate this movie. And if you say anything about you admire, I will come and kill you. I will find you and I will murder you. Barbarella doesn't even get the last line in her own. No, she movie. doesn't. She doesn't. Pygar gets the last line. And it's she some is a... bullshit, irrelevant <laughs> shit about how angels have no memories. Like, can you please, can Barbarella have the last line in her own? Nope. Can you end the movie on the title character? Maybe? No, the title character has to ask a question of another character about what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's a bad movie. It's a fucking shitty it's piece of shit. Movie. I fucking um, hate it. <laughs> now, see, I will say I don't hate it as much as you do. Uh, I, I I feel like if it had if it had if it had had more wit to it, I would have probably enjoyed it. Um, there are parts of it that, like, if if it had been made by people who were more interested or more capable of making, like, you know, uh. a sly, funny sort of tongue in cheek somewhat racy randy like pulp sci-fi movie like mm -hmm. i feel like there's there's pieces here that that could have done that but my big problem with it is how slow it is and how repetitive it is i mean mm -hmm. you you mentioned it's 98 minutes and there are times when it feels a lot longer than that even though 98 oh, minutes yeah. is not an over how much fucking how much of the runtime are we watching pygar not fly Oh yeah, I mean Jesus and that, Christ, and I mean, and I, I know it's 1968, but like even for that era, those flying effects are not good. I mean, it's like his 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 posture is all wrong. Like the 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 flapping wings thing is okay. Like they do a pretty mm -hmm. good job with the wings, but when, whenever he's supposed to be flying, and it's like the background has no relation to the to the the person flying it's like he'll nope. be flying around and it's like you know when you think about 10 years later when they did the first superman movie and grant i mean it's it's an unfair comparison because those special effects are way better than anything in this movie but it's like it's still basically a rear projection which is what mm -hmm. this is in barbarella but when superman and lois lane are flying like the scene of metropolis behind them it's the right proportion it's, you know, like it's moving mm -hmm. at the right speed. So it looks like they're moving through it. When Pygar is flying in this, it's like the background. You don't know what the fuck's going on. It doesn't look like he's even moving. 
because it's just shit kind of happening behind him. Yep. It's terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, like, like to me, the idea of a spaceship with like wall to wall fur all over it, like that, there's potential for that to be funny, you know. Um, the I like the the just how sort of haphazard like the sci-fi details are like when they um when the president of earth contacts barbarella at the beginning and says duran duran went missing on a mission to the north star it's just like you know it's there there's no pretense to scientific accuracy there's no pretense to anything remotely approaching hard sci-fi it's very much like 1950s 1960s pulp sci-fi mentality which i have a soft spot for and which i enjoy but I mean, you mentioned it when we started going through the plot. Um, she gets captured repeatedly. She yep. gets knocked out and wakes up to find herself in trouble repeatedly. Mm -hmm. She has no agency in the story whatsoever. And and that's not just a problem because she's a woman. I mean, it's it's more of a problem because she's a woman, because then you get, you know, it's it feels sexist in addition mm -hmm. to being bad writing. But even if it wasn't, even if you didn't have to 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 reckon with like the you know the unpleasant, uh, you know, sexual nature of of it, and the fact that this is a female character being treated this way, it's just bad writing. Period. To have a protagonist who has no agency in their own story mm -hmm. and who doesn't do anything to make anything happen in the story, like nope. everything happens to her. She doesn't make anything happen. She's supposedly the hero. She makes nothing happen in the story. She just kind of floats from one episode to the next and shit happens to her. Things happen around her. Yeah, that's yeah. A lot of times it doesn't even happen to her. It just happens around her. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like we repeatedly the ship crashes and needs to be repaired by somebody else. Um, you know, she just kind of drifts from incident to incident Mm -hmm. And it's there are a couple of moments that are kind of, you know, that sort of, you know, chuckle worthy, but it's not really that funny. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's just it it just feels and, and at the same time, like it's really horny. But there's not a lot there's not any actual sex in it. So it feels kind of pointless as far as that goes, too. You know, it's like 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 we were joking about in the beginning, like just dude, just make a porno. You know, mm -hmm. like it, 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 it feels like a movie made by someone who really wanted to make a super, super sexy movie, but wasn't mm -hmm. allowed to. So they said, well, I'll, so they're like, well, I'll just make a sexy movie without any of the sexy stuff. Mm -hmm. in it. And that's kind of what this is, where it's like, yeah, there, every once in a while you catch a glimpse of like a naked person where you actually see like legitimate nudity. But there's really not even that much of that. Um, mm. And all the sex takes place off screen. And yeah, there is that, you know, there's that unfortunate trope of, you know, every single dude Barbarella meets wants to fuck her. Mm -hmm. and she's like, okay, sure. Let's fuck. And, you know, I feel like maybe that was supposed to be like a running joke, but it doesn't play as funny. It plays mm. as kind of gross. Mm -hmm. Mostly because the Barbarella character has absolutely no power in the story whatsoever. Well, I mean, Barbarella you know, is Barbarella is a a misogynist idea of what a liberated woman is, and a misogynist idea of what a liberated woman is is a woman that you can fuck with no consequences, right? Right, 
Right. You can just fuck and she all she wants to do is the physical, you know, she wants to have sex because it feels good and you're so good and you say, oh look at what you did. You you practically made me comatose because of how hard I orgasmed or whatever. And then you can walk away from it. Right? Because that's that's the liberated part of it is consequence free fucking. Right. Which is which is what a lot of people when you when you, when people say free love, that's what they mean. A male centric misogynist yeah, version exactly. of what it's, of what fucking having yeah. sex is. Okay. So that's what yeah, Barbarella I mean, is. If Barbarella the character had actually been mm-hmm. the hero of the story and had had power in the story and control in the story and had mm-hmm. actually been not only had actually been the character driving the plot, but also mm-hmm. had come across as like a confident, powerful person you know, who knew who she was and was in control of situations. And she has sex with a bunch of guys in the movie because she wants to or whatever, like that, then that feels very different than this Mm -hmm. like naive, doe-eyed innocent who comes from a version of earth where nobody fucks anymore Mm -hmm. and nobody fights. It's just completely peaceful. And, and she, you know, has no, she's completely uninformed. She's a, she's literally a babe in the woods. Mm -hmm. And the first dude she meets. And gee, who does that remind you of fucking children? Because oh, she yeah. doesn't, oh, she yeah. doesn't know. And once again, we're, yeah, we're straying yeah, right that, back that, into this yeah. whole fucking fantasy about fucking someone who doesn't know anything about fucking. That gross Hollywood trope that yep. you know we still haven't completely freed ourselves of, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but have at least freed ourselves of more than in the past. Where yeah, the the, the ultimate woman is this complete innocent who, who you no fuck and they love every anything. second of it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's just yeah it's, um, it's 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 badly written, it's repetitive, it's it's episodic in a bad way, um, it's it's attitude towards sex and gender is gross, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 not even sexy, <laughs> like it's you know like it it try it it plays at being sexy but it's really not mm-hmm. um, it's just it's not it's not great it's 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 not a good movie so you know that's that's really about all i have to say it's just i you know i wish it was more interesting i wish it was funnier mm-hmm. i wish it took more advantage of um the pulp sci-fi uh aesthetic and tone that it creates but it mm-hmm. just, you know it just it doesn't it doesn't really have any ambition to be anything or do anything or say anything other than mm-hmm. a really underwhelming half-assed like sex kitten movie. And it doesn't even manage to pull that off. Nope. So I don't know how many boobs they throw at us. I'm going to, I'm not going to go on about this. Um, I fucking hate this movie and you know why I hate this movie because here's the thing. I'm not going to say, Oh, it could have been this. It could have been that. It could have been this. I'm, I'm dealing with what they did do. And what yeah. they did do is just bullshit. I'm not sitting here going, oh, they could have done this. They could have made a great. No, I'm stuck here with what bullshit they threw at us. And the bullshit they threw at us is Jane Fonda rolling around half naked, no sex scenes, no actual biting satire about anything that's going on. It is literally just a woman going around getting saved all the time. I don't give a shit about any of the characters. I don't give a shit about what's going on in the movie. At all, period. The special effects are shit. It came out in the same year as uh, as as two thousand one, whose whose special effects still hold up. Yeah. But this one looks like you know they spent an ungodly sum of money 
They got a lot of people to do it, but it's just a fucking waste of your goddamn time. You're not getting anything out of movie history because there weren't a whole lot of other movies around here who wanted to be that fucking dirty and gross. And I'm not saying it's dirty like, oh, look at all the dirty stuff. It just feels grimy. It feels like you. it's like when you watch, you can feel the 65-year-old men jerking off yeah. watching this movie. And it's kind of like, no, none of this is none of this, none of this. She is a completely disempowered central character. Yes, we've given her a gun and she blows up some spaceships at, at some point. But for the most part, everything that happens happens to her or around her. Even the ending. She did nothing for the ending. <laughs> nothing. She didn't overpower anyone. She didn't outsmart anyone. She got captured by, by, by Duran Duran and she got locked up with the queen. And then everything happened around her. Duran Duran took over, then the the people who wanted liberation attacked, he destroyed them, and then the and then the the lake came up. The lake doesn't even die. <laughs> the lake returned because oh she's so pure or good or whatever. Like I give a shit. And the problem with Barbarella is is that she she's like, oh, I've never had sex before. And then of course she has it once and she fucking loves it. <laughs> she loves every sec second of it. To point for that from this point forward for the rest of the movie, that's what she wants. This feels like a fetish movie because every time that she's being attacked, she's being dead somewhere out there. There's a fucking secco who wants her, who, whose big thing is I want dolls to attack women because she gets tied up and she gets attacked by tiny little biting dolls. Yeah. Right. And when she goes, oh, oh, uh, and you're watching it going, oh my God. Yeah, somebody someone's got problems, and yeah. then someone else who has a who has a fucking fixation with a woman being pecked to death by parakeets is is there, and she's like, "Oh no, help! Oh help!" And she's being attacked by fucking parakeets. <laughs> and I know that I want to say, "Oh well, they did this as a sense of humor," but it doesn't feel that way. It feels worse. It just feels like Jesus Christ. It needs way more of a satirical edge. Than it has. If if we're meant to take this as if we're meant to laugh at more of this than we are, I, it need it's like it's just the 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 humor needs to be, you know, needs to come on a lot more strongly because, like as it is now, like there's a lot of things that are superficially funny. There's a lot of like characters sort of reacting in deadpan to ridiculous things. And, mm -hmm. I mean, and that is that's that's a, a that's a comedic construction but mm -hmm. it just it it just it's not enough but what it reminds <laughs> yeah, me of what it reminds me of is the sweaty voyeuristic misogynistic bullshit that was in that was in uh magazines like uh heavy metal and and in the comic books and comic book industry mm -hmm. you want sweaty male gaze horseshit open up a comic i mean it oh. hasn't really changed all that much but the yeah. women have to have have waists that are this big and tits that are, you know, impractical. Yeah. And it all depends on which which artist is, draw, is drawing them. But this was the start of that fucking bullshit. Where the female where the female superheroes were just there to titillate boys. That's it. Not to tell a story, not to be a character, but yeah. so that boys will get their, you know, they'll get their jerk off rag and their parents were like what did you get oh just comic bomb and you run inside and you're you're just power girls in this one you're like oh my god i'll never come out of my room again <laughs> so i mean that's it i mean you guys don't need it it's, it's not good it's not good there's nothing here to salvage if you guys want to look at it as a satire and you're laughing along with it they're not the people who made it aren't 
the people who made it wanted to make this movie, and I guess they they kind of figure, oh, we'll put some jokes in it. What jokes? Where is that supposed to be funny? Where they say love or whatever? I don't care. I don't give a shit. Fuck it, and fuck you, and fuck everything. I don't. <laughs> God damn it. I really yeah. didn't like this. Steve, what are you going to recommend? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend a movie that is actually funny and tries to be funny and has a, a central segment in it that is, it's not, it's not specifically referencing Barbarella. It's referencing mm-hmm. a previous era of sci-fi, but it's broadly similar. I'm recommending a movie from the mid-80s um, called Amazon Women on the Moon. Okay. That is that is a a sketch comedy movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of the the successor to a Kentucky Fried movie, which yep. involves a lot of the same people that was made mm-hmm. in the seventies, and this is in the eighties. And it's 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 an anthology movie where it's a series of comedy sketches, and and the the central piece is this extended um, sketch called Amazon Women on the Moon, which is a spoof of like nineteen fifties B sci fi mm-hmm. uh, movies, and that's. There is, and there. I mean, not all of it is funny. There's a lot of it that doesn't really work. But the the most famous and memorable segments from it are probably the Amazon Women on the Moon one, and then um, also there's a a Ripley's Believe It or Not spoof called Bullshit or Not, hosted by Henry <laughs> Silva as himself. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. Um, and then uh, my favorite, and I think a lot of people's favorite who have seen this movie, um, which is uh the the son of the invisible man um, starring, <laughs> That's right, not invisible starring ed begley jr as the son of the invisible yeah man, i remember that who, who believes that he has turned himself invisible just like mm-hmm. his famous father the invisible man but the joke is he's not invisible He's just a naked guy who thinks he's invisible <laughs> running around. And people, and, and people and are indulging people, him on this. People are humoring him. Yeah, he's just mm-hmm. he's a naked dude who everybody can see, and they're all just playing along mm-hmm. and acting like he's invisible. And yeah, it's one joke, but it's really funny. Mm-hmm. So, I, so yeah, Amazon Women on the Moon is my recommendation. As you guys know, I like to recommend a movie from the same year as the movie that we just reviewed, and it's 1968, so I reviewed, I, I recommended 2001 A Space Odyssey, fine. Because, you know, that movie, what that movie needed was more women with tits running around. That's what That's that movie right. needed. Well, you they know, Arthur ex- C. Clarke was on the phone to Kubrick every day going, there's going to be tits in it, right? When, when is my scene with all the space babes in it? Like we, we cut that, we cut that out. We cut that out of the movie. What do you mean you cut it out of the movie? It's central thrust. He goes up, he touches the bobolus, and just... Naked women come pouring out. The, the whole movie is about. Don't make me I... get on a plane and fly there from Sri Lanka. How am I going to be able to drain my testicles if, I'm, if that's not in it? <laughs> How am I going to be able to drain my testicles if there's not tits in my movie? <laughs> but we reviewed it years ago. You know it's we both like movie. it. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. And it's hard to believe when you put these two movies side by side, you're like, what yeah. the fuck? Same year. It's going on. Uh huh. That's great. Way to go. Good job, you guys. Good job. Way to go with Barbarella, you fucking perverts. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, you can't. I mean, when you when you have a movie like Barbarella and you're trying to say no, the movie industry is fine, and you look at Barbarella, you're like, no, it's not. There, it's run by perverts. It's run by thick, sick fucking perverts. (laughs) Anyway, two thousand one. Hey, Steve. Yes, sir. You know what our next movie is? 
you we mentioned earlier it's going to be a Christmas movie. Christmas, so you have to make a terrible choice because it's going to be our Christmas show. And what do we do during our Christmas shows? We we do a watch along. Commentary tracks, That's right? Yeah. So Steve has three movies. One I'm okay, okay with. One I really want to do, and one okay. I don't want to do. Oh. Holy shit, do I don't want to do this movie? But. Steve's has to choose A, B, or C. So, Steve, please choose the Christmas present for our fans where we do a commentary track because we're going to make them watch this fucking movie. That's right. You watch it along with us for the Christmas movie. Okay. That's I right. love how you, pre with your tone, you're preemptively guilt-tripping me. Even I am. Though, as we always say, you know I have no control over this. I'm Steve like controls this totally. This. I, he's does everything you can point to him. Movie is what letter? He, so I he's can bad. He picked Barbarella, guys, movie. and you had to watch that, didn't you? Yeah, yes, he did. I intentionally picked it. <laughs> I picked it, knowing what it was. Okay. Uh, just All a right, second. Just, uh, just a second okay. before you pick. Someone's at the door. Just a second. Okay. okay. <laughs> Never mind. They left. Scared him oh, away. Oh, easy. Okay. Sounds like he's recording a podcast in there. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh huh. All right. Go ahead. Ready? A, B, or C. Fuck it. I'm. 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 I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say C. Fuck it. Fuck. See. I, All I, right. See you. This is what I'm telling. you. I've said this to you so many times. Just make it the movie you want it to be, and say that was the letter. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. It is not the one that I didn't want you to pick. Oh, okay. Okay. It was so the one I, I was like. Picked, mm. I didn't pick the worst one. Yeah, I picked no. the one you okay. I didn't, I just didn't pick the best one. Okay, okay, okay. Never gonna read. Re <laughs> I had to pick A. It's a movie that I'm convinced we're never gonna read. We're never gonna review. Okay, the Christmas movie Gremlins. Oh, okay, man, I, yeah, yeah, I would love to do Gremlins. That would have been oh, great. Well. It would have been great. Oh, well, maybe the movie I didn't, the movie I didn't want you to pick. Number B, the Christmas movie, The Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm no, mm, yeah. no. Okay, okay. But this one has become a classic. It is one that everyone agrees, everyone's seen. It's now become a, a Christmas movie. Right now, I think it's rated as number two on HBO. Everyone's watching it because it's Christmas time, and you know we're all what? just a bunch of content robots. We go over program two, and this is one of the movies we're programmed to watch. The movie that we're going to do a commentary track on. Is Elf? I thought we did that already. What did we? No, we did didn't. We do Elf? I thought we. I thought we did. did we do Elf? I thought we do Elf. I thought we did Elf last year. Yeah. Did we do Elf? No. What we did last year was what? What did we do last year? I thought we did Elf last year. Don't please tell me we didn't. Please tell me that my brain isn't that bad. Uh, let me. Look Is it my up. brain that look bad? It look it up. Look it up because I don't remember doing a commentary track for Elf, but maybe we did. Did we? Oh God! I, I think we did. I'm gonna look it up. You look it up. I'm looking it up in my notes. It's, have I really gone this in aisle? Did I have a stroke when I went to the hospital with hey, my heart I, attack? Look, don't know. I listen. I lose. Track or was of, our of whole commentary track for Elf so forgettable that we? I lose track of of the ones we've done too. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes I I have to look up and be like, did we do that one already? <laughs> so, don't feel too bad. Uh, but I, I'm the one that edits these fucking things and puts them on the internet and crap yes, like that. We, we we did Elf last year. Oh my god! Okay, someone shoot Grandpa Jason in the fucking head, Steve. 
Now you have to choose between A or B. Oh my god, we gotta do this again? <laughs> no, oh no! no. no. <laughs> a! Because that was Gremlins, right? So let's just do Gremlins. Hey, you know I mixed them up. Well, you know I reversed them. Why did you do that? <laughs> no, you didn't. Why did you do that? You know, the <laughs> next movie we're going to review with a commentary track is going to be the Tim Allen vehicle, the Santa Claus. <laughs> That's, if that's what we do, that's you doing that. That's not me. That's not me doing that. You know, I, I try to make sure that it's an actual blind choice. And you should have known that I was going to reverse them. So All you could have picked right. the other one, but okay. you didn't. You did A, okay. and now we're going to okay. do the Santa Claus. Okay, so we'll do the Santa because Claus. Because apparently okay. I lost a whole lot of memory when I went into the hospital this year. And, and now this, now we, now we have this. That's okay because we'll do the Santa Claus and it'll be a commentary track. I don't want to watch the Santa Claus. Okay. So you heard it here. Our riff tracks for this year is the Santa Claus. Another movie that I'm completely forgot. I completely forgot that we did Elf. Can you believe that shit? That's okay. I thought we had. I've had to look things up. You know, some someone I was doing a live stream or something a couple weeks ago, actually, and some I can't remember what the movie was, but somebody said, "Have you reviewed such and such on late seating?" And, and you're like, like, "I don't know." We? I had to go to SoundCloud and look <laughs> up our old episode. Oh yeah, we did. It's been a while, but we did. We only yeah. done two hundred something of these things. God damn it! Yeah. I thought it was just a not recommend or something for Elf, but no, we did Elf. No, we I I remember. Because I I remember watching it once and then watching it with you for the you know what it was is because I think it's because Elf doesn't doesn't bring strong feelings to the floor for me whether I yeah, really really loved it or I really really hated yeah. it I didn't right? think it was awful but I don't see it as like a favorite like no no like, no oh, okay so Grandpa Jason is telling all you guys don't watch the next movie because we're gonna. We're gonna do a riff tracks on it so you can listen to it while watching it. And that we'll watch that it movie together. is the Santa Claus. We'll watch it together. It's what Steve and I do every year is watch fucking Christmas movies. We'll never run out of them. We'll never run out. There's so many bad Christmas movies. That's We're true. never gonna we'll never be done. Not only got baseball. We just, we ran out of baseball movies. So now we're doing this. Now we're doing Christmas. And that's it. Ever. Thanks everybody for tuning in for late seating. This is Jason Harding and 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 please have pity on me. I, there's something wrong with me. I don't know what's going on. I hated Barbarella, and now I tried to watch you make watch you make well, tried to make you watch Elf again. I couldn't even remember that I watched it. Who are you, Donnie? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, really, it's eating. Go see a movie this week. <laughs> And this has been Steve Shives, and as a torch-wielding Mary Magdalene said to the Romans, "Decrucify him, or I'll melt your face." <laughs> I actually read the Bible if that had that scene in it. Yeah, how is right? she going to melt? How is she going to melt the Roman soldiers' faces? She has a torch. I said she's torch-wielding. Just she's a torch. torch? Yeah, she's going to hold it up to their face, and their faces is going to melt. Yeah. Can we give her something else, like a, a laser gun? If we're just going to be a making stuff gun. up. Sure, she can have a laser gun instead. How about, how about a? How I know she's got a backpack that's full of acid, and she's just gonna spray it in the in the Roman soldiers' faces. There you go, there you go. But wait, Maybe. wait. But Jesus being just 
Jesus being Jesus, wouldn't he try to just crawl back onto the cross and nail himself? Yeah, to him? they, and she would have to like she'd have to subdue Jesus because she's like, they, no, stop it. <laughs> they would take Jesus off the cross, and Jesus would be like, no, I have to do this, and you know he'd be crawling mm-hmm. back on the cross, and he'd be like, get him, get him. And she's either like, stop it, stop it. <laughs> like, no, no, no. We'll heal you up. You'll be fine. This will this will fix. No, this stab Jesus, wound in your side it's... will fix. Jesus, don't worry. It's 2,000 years ago. We'll just make some shit up. People in the future will believe it. We'll just say you died on the cross. It doesn't matter. And you just came in here with a laser gun and you threatened us about the faces of Romans. Romans I just came in here with a laser gun, dude. Nobody's going to know. Everything will be fine. Where did I get it? Shut up. Shut up. Get off the fucking cross. Let's go. Would have really ruined that story for people if they found out that he got saved? Would it really ruin the Jesus story? If it t- would. <laughs> I guess, because they really dig him being tortured. They think it's yeah. great. It's the, it's the blood of Jesus that washes away all sins. How does blood wash anything away? It doesn't, but that's the story. <laughs> My experience has been the most difficult thing to wash away is blood. You can't wash away blood with more blood. Yeah, yeah don't yeah, don't use blood to try and wash things. It's a big no, mistake. Use Dawn. <laughs> Blood I'm doesn't trying to, emulsify. You need soap. I'm trying to see if Dawn would be enticed. Like, oh, maybe we can advertise on that. Dawn will wash away Dawn. the blood of wash away the blood of Jesus. <laughs> In fact, they'll make a commercial. When Jesus is finally dead on the cross, and like, how are we gonna wash that? And someone's with Dawn in the bucket. <laughs> it's it's like the, uh, <laughs> the, the 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 joke about the Ned's nails. Did you ever hear the Ned's nails joke? No. What's the Ned's Rob, nails well, joke? No, you, well, you, I, I mean, I'm sure you've heard a version of it because it's such an old joke. But yeah, so there's a guy who he's um he's an advertising executive, and he gets a new account, and he's gonna put up a billboard for for this hardware store in town called mm-hmm. Ned's Nails, and he says to the owner of Ned's Nails, he says, "I've got a great idea." For for your advertising campaign wait till you see the billboard you're going to love it you're going to make so much money so the day that the billboard goes up the owner of ned's nails goes out and he looks at the billboard and it's a very realistic photograph of jesus hanging on the cross and the slogan next to the picture of jesus on the billboard is ned's nails will hold anything and Ned is like horrified. He's like, oh my God, this is sacrilegious. You can't be telling people that like Ned's nails nailed Jesus to the cross. This is terrible. Take it down. Do something different. So the advertising executive thinks for a second. He says, okay, you know what? This isn't that big of a deal. I've got a fix for this. So a couple days go by. He's like, okay, the new ad is up. Go see the billboard. So the owner of Ned's nails goes out, looks at the new billboard. And now it's a picture of the empty cross. And the slogan reads, they should have used Ned's nails. Bye, everybody. See you next <laughs> Bye, time. everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Don't do that till the next one. Late Seating is a Let Me Listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Theme music, Rollin' at Five, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more Let Me Listen podcast productions at our website at www.letmelistenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, or just about anywhere you download podcasts.
Late Seating is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to support Late Seating or any of the other Lemmy Listen productions for as little as $1 a month, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash Lemmy Listen. And thanks for listening.